From atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for September the 29th in the year of our Lord, 2018. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. And absolutely, we're convinced that the founding fathers were correct on the checks and balances that made America great. The only way to make America great is a good, honest, moral people, ladies and gentlemen. Without morality, we're cooked. That's for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, it is about the checks and balances. It is about the rule of law. It is about realizing that God is the author of our liberty, not government. And it is understanding that we, the people, have to be a good, honest, moral, wise people, or else we'll lose the republic uh, we have. I believe in the checks and balances. I reject revolution. Stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. All right. I got a little bit of housekeeping to do then our guest. And we got a, a fascinating guest. Uh, it'll be two hours in length, too. So we got plenty of time to just flesh everything out. It'll just be a phenomenal long form conversation about some very critical, critical topics going forward in America. All right. First, the recap of yesterday's broadcast, the day after the Kavanaugh. <laughs> uh, they call it a hearing. I call it an absolute political circus. Uh, nothing more. Uh, I talked about the story that I updated about CNN. Scott Bronstein was literally calling around the country seeking dirt on Brett Kavanaugh. And I literally called and talked to some CNN folks about this to do my own investigation about the soundbite. And yes, it's true. It is Scott Bronstein. He was calling around. They claim to get both sides of the story, but I don't see a CNN reporting on a lot of what uh, Bronstein was supposed to have discovered. Nevertheless, I think Bronstein, this is just my opinion now, but Bronstein basically didn't find what he was looking for. Therefore, the story got buried, nuked, spiked, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And if they had found a bunch of uh, scandalous details about Brett Kavanaugh, it would have been front and center news. Uh, Nevertheless, I don't have any problem with doing the due diligence to digging in on stories and getting the, the reality check. The only thing I asked CNN and Scott Bronstein and others to do is, you know what? Don't have an agenda with the story. If you want to do a story, then dig in and whatever the details lead you to, report it. Okay? It's not about your agenda. It is about the who, what, when, where, why of a story. So my response to CNN is I had a couple of weird people uh, acting strange. People answered the phone in security at CNN called Sergeant and and uh, this kind of stuff. Uh, very strange. Nevertheless, I finally got a guy from CNN that was very open, very candid, very honest. And he said, hey, this is Scott Bronstein. It was his soundbite. He is calling around doing his investigative due diligence. You know what? I have respect for that. But just report the truth. Set aside your agenda and report where the story takes you. If you dug dirt on um, dug dirt, Mr. Bronstein on Kavanaugh and you didn't find any, then report that, please. All we want is the truth. Okay, Kavanaugh defiantly, defiantly enters the Senate on Thursday, holding his wife's hand, and police had to surround the embattled judge as he walked through the halls of Congress. Now, think about that for a second, ladies and gentlemen. The cops had to surround Kavanaugh as he walked through the halls of Congress. Why? Because these unhinged extremists are so 
temperamental, so violent, so unhinged that you got to have the cops surround the judge as he walks through the halls of Congress. Just amazing stuff. In Kavanaugh's opening remarks, he emotionally called the confirmation process a national disgrace. He says, you replaced advice and consent with search and destroy. My name has been totally and permanently destroyed. I intend no ill will to Dr. Ford and her family. Kavanaugh said his daughters are even praying for his accuser. Uh, So there you have it. I agree. We need to pray for those who despitefully use us and persecute us. At least that's what the Prince of Peace, the Savior Jesus Christ, teaches. So there you go. Judge Napolitano said Kavanaugh came back swinging about as effectively as any human could. All right. Trump calls Kavanaugh testimony powerful and calls on the Senate to vote. But now good old Donald flip-flopped, and now he's calling for an FBI unconstitutional investigation. Wow. Why is it unconstitutional? Because the FBI doesn't even have any one constitutional right to exist. Secondarily, has no authority over what happened in the state of Maryland 30-plus years ago. In fact, the Maryland State Police aren't even investigating. You want to know why? They say for several reasons, but the biggest one is because, well, the victim hasn't even requested an investigation. What's up with that? But no doubt the governor and the federal government and everybody else and their dog are asking for an investigation. And right now the local police will not break. They're just like, look, if the victim does not have a voice or a willingness to uh, you know, make an allegation, then there's nothing to investigate. Bar Association asks Judiciary Committee to delay the Brett Kavanaugh vote. Jeff Flake gave his vote to move it out of committee and go forward with the nomination if the FBI would investigate for a week. What a sham. What a scandal. There is no jurisdictional uh, responsibility for the FBI here, and they have no authority at all. Money raised for Miss Ford soars, ladies and gentlemen. Over $567,000 raised so far and growing. Is it about the cash cow? Is it about fame and fortune for Miss Ford? All you got to do is make unsubstantiated allegations towards a bigwig, a famous person, and pretty soon, wow, you're rich and can write any book and tell your story. You're, wow, pretty soon they'll have to just call the paparazzi out and she gets rich. What's up with all that? Mr. Bla- Miss Blasey Ford. Some say she has an inside security clearance and works for the CIA. Believe it or not, that's what. Um, Michael Savage's website's reporting. But you know what? I've done a little more digging, and I'm not so sure that we can trust that source. I don't know if it's true or not. I haven't been able to find out. But there are Russian ties to that information. How credible it is, I don't know. I'm just telling you what Michael Savage is reporting. I'm so far unable to corroborate that story with second and third hand verification. So I'm pretty hesitant on the truth of that. In this farce, vote. Judge Kavanaugh says the American Family Association, and that wrapped up our one Liberty Roundtable live yesterday, available at libertyroundtable.com. Hour two, we had our guest on, Mr. Richard Mack, thefreedomcoalition.com and cspoa.org. And we talked about Lindsey Graham, quote, God help anybody else that gets nominated. Yeah, unless you're a liberal. See, here's the deal. If you're a liberal woman, you're supposed to, you know, everything you say is to be believed. doesn't matter if there's evidence or nothing. Um, If you're a conservative woman, then you're not to be believed, right? If you're a conservative man, then you certainly are a pervert, a sexist, a misogynist, a racist, whatever. If you're a liberal man, it's all good. Look at Bill Clinton. I mean, no one's even talking about the Juanita Broderick 
allegations of rape, and those allegations are incredibly detailed. No one's looking into the idea that a black man says he's Bill Clinton's son and wants a DNA test. We're not going to look into any of those hard facts. Because um, Bill Clinton was a former president of the United States, would the FBI have jurisdiction there? I doubt it, but much more so than the Kavanaugh-Blasey fiasco. I'll tell you that right now. Jeff Flake, quote, I will vote to confirm Brett Kavanaugh, but then he puts a stipulation literally bullying the president into an unconstitutional call of the FBI. Hey, FBI, investigate this, but you're restricted to a limited one week. How do you say investigate something, but you may not give enough time for the investigation? This is a sham, ladies and gentlemen. They're playing the Republicans for suckers. But again, that's what both sides of the aisle do, do, right? It's all a he said, she said. It's a left-right-wing lie paradigm. It's a, it's a scenario where the swamp monsters are after the rest of us. That's all we're talking about. We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds today, though. Senator Bob Corker says yes on Kavanaugh. Clarence Thomas called his confirmation hearings a, quote, high-tech lynching. Boy, howdy, is Clarence Thomas right on that? Wow. No more Mr. Quote White Guy, says Ann Coulter. Yeah. Photos. I guess Senate Democrats smile and laugh right before Christine Blasey Ford's testimony. How genuine are they, huh? Juanita Broderick shows up at Kavanaugh hearing to look hypocrite Democrats in the eye, writes Daily Caller. Wow. Juanita Broderick says, I have 20 times more evidence for my rape by Bill Clinton than Miss Ford has against Kavanaugh, Republicans turn their backs on me. Yeah. Democrats turn their backs on me. They wouldn't even acknowledge me when I went public with my story back in 99. Juanita Broderick finishes up and says, all women are to be believed. Well, if they're not conservatives, as long as the assault was not done by Democrats, then all women are to be believed. Wow, she's spot on. All right, that's a recap of yesterday's show. It is still available online for free, libertyroundtable.com. If you have the heart to help, please donate to the radio program. Look, I don't want your money to fund my family. I have a day job, okay? But I do want support to help grow our presence in the media. It's expensive. And if you believe we're providing value, please reciprocate. All right, that's a recap of yesterday's show. News the networks refuse to use today starts now. And uh, Trump unconstitutionally authorizes FBI investigation into Kavanaugh. Now, I don't believe there's any authority here. And I think Donald Trump is on shaky ground here. Where's the authority for Donald to, quote, authorize or order, as some say, uh, an investigation? Where does the FBI get its authority? It is a, quote, federal program, right? Can you find for me in the supreme law of the land, the Constitution? That's right. The supreme law of the land, the Constitution. Can you find for me, ladies and gentlemen, authorizing delegation? Have we delegated authority and given authorization for the federal government to have an FBI in the first place? Law enforcement, federal authority. And does that relate to in Maryland an allegation? Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. We fought, we learned, we struggled, we won. Despite Obama's best efforts, the newspaper of the human resistance survives. 
we have lived only to face a new nightmare, the war against the machines. Read about our struggle in The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The Sovereign is a 24-page monthly tabloid newspaper about the war between man and machines. We've tried reason, we've tried legislation. We've tried every peaceful means imaginable, and all it's gotten us is shut out. So now we fight the machines. Order online today at thesovnews.com or find The Sovereign at select newsstands. Remember to read The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The human resistance's battle against the machines will be everlasting. This is mercy. It was never our destiny to stop the age of Obama. It was merely to survive it. Together. Together. So, uh, you two are real actors, huh? Well, I was an extra on a soap opera for three years. And I'm best known for starring in cat food commercials. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to play our parents for how long? Oh, just during dinner for the next few years, probably until you're both off to college. Your real parents will be back every night at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock? Hey, your dad's busy. He's got to work, softball, client yeah. functions. Yeah, and your mom, she's got the literary club and play rehearsals. So. Uh, don't you worry. They'll be back on time. Otherwise, we get time, time and, and a half. half. <laughs> <laughs> okay, according to the script, we're supposed to ask you how your day was. Yes. Um, okay, I guess. Ooh, is that the best you can do? I think I want my real parents. I don't see that in the script. No ad-libbing, please. There's no substitute for a loving parent. And when you're really there, you'll know how much you care. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Flake and Donald Trump put a wrench in Kavanaugh's nomination. Flake voted yes to move him out of committee, but yet, mm, got to have an FBI investigation. Got to have it one week long. Got to make it limited. And they literally put so much pressure on the Donald that Donald caved. First, he was calling for a, a quick vote. And now he's basically saying, oh, yeah, I agree. We've got to have a, a FBI investigation into this. What an absolute sham. I'm disappointed that Flake and Trump sold us down the river. All right, first our guest. We'll talk. give him a couple of uh, minutes to talk about what we've been discussing. He might have a chance to weigh in on this. Uh, and then we'll move into the topic at hand here. Uh, his name is Kelly Knighting. Uh, in my opinion, Kelly Knighting, uh, number one, he's a sumo wrestler. Number two, he's a family man. Uh, number three, he is a critical thinker on all things liberty. Uh, and so, uh, Kelly, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate you having me on. All right. First question. Do you want to kind of speak out about any of this uh, recap that we've been talking about and kind of what's going on? Well, the, the Kavanaugh-Ford thing, I, I think it's it's mostly non, non-essential to the freedom battle. And, uh, I, you know, they asked Kavanaugh, they said straight up, they said, did you, have you ever been so drunk that you don't know what you're doing? And his answer was, well, have you? And Sam, you know, if I were to ask you that question, or if you were to ask me that question, I would say, no, <laughs> no. And so you have, it's just always this way in politics where you have these, uh, these these stupid answers the, that 
really divulge who the and, person really is. I think you're right. And you know, but you know what I would say though, and and I know this sounds strange, but just hear me out for a second on this. What I would say is this. You know what? Is every aspect of my life, every decision I've ever made, any mistakes that I may have made, any Okay, is every bit of that up for 100% scrutiny and a 1000% accountability before the accountability before the people? Or do we just come back and say, "Listen, my life uh, is my life, and I may have made mistakes in my life. I'm far from perfect as all of you are." However, you know what? I'm not going to go down this road of this personal destruction of, uh, of any mistakes that I've made. The bottom line is, did Blasey Ford receive this kind of treatment for me as she falsely claims, or am I innocent of these charges? And the only reason that I answer that way and bring this up is because we need to realize um, if you're going to run for a judgeship or any office for that matter, um, or you're a talk show host, or you're whoever. Is your life an open book for the world to scrutinize and for the world to a- ask any question and get any answer about? Is this fair game? And I say that it's not, and I say that it's inappropriate, or else nobody will run for office. I agree with that. Okay, otherwise, there's no repentance in this world if you're... Um, I don't know if I ought to use the word conservative, because I don't even know what that means, but... Um, if you're on the Republican side of the aisle or you're conservative or you're whatever the case, then there's no forgiveness for your actions. Right. So let's just com- let's just compare this Kavanaugh to Bill Clinton and to Barack Obama. I can't ask even where Barack Obama was born or I'm a bigot and a racist and a hater. And not only that, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Right. 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 If I want to ask about Bill Clinton, where he got he has a black son that wants a DNA test claiming he's Bill Clinton's son and he wants to prove it. And no one will even listen to this guy. Now, that's the ultimate, the ultimate Me Too idea. Hey, you know what? Um, there was an illegitimate child, and I'm that child, and I want to know who my dad is, and I want proof, and I'm convinced that it's this person. Okay, and they don't even get listened to. Then Juanita Broderick, detailed information of rape. You could verify that with an investigation by confirming Secret Service members where they were, force them on the stand to tell the truth. You could literally get to the bottom of that one. And again, nothing. We're we're hearing nothing but crickets chirp. And now on these allegations where there's no evidence, no witness, she didn't file it in the local jurisdiction that it relates to. In fact, they say now the reason they're not even investigating it is because she hasn't even filed anything and they're not willing to until she does, if it's legitimate at all. Okay, and, and that seems to get, quote, credibility. And even the Republicans are caving and going, yeah, she deserves to be heard in our hearing. And now she deserves to have an FBI investigation. This is the height of hypocrisy, sir. Sam, I know that a little bit about you and your story, and I know that you've taken the road less traveled. You could have been more popular. I don't know how much your listenership knows this, but uh, you've taken certain roads that has led to where you are, where you could have been somewhere else. If yeah, from a financial point of view, from a financial point of view, I'm very stupid. From a morality point of view, and that I can sleep at night, I feel great, sir. Yes, sir, and that's what matters. If I'm Kavanaugh and I did not rape this woman, then what I say is, is I say, look, you know, I didn't do it. And if you, the American people, believe I did it, I don't want this position. Uh, it, it's it's making decisions like you've made in the past, Sam. Just I'm not going to fight tooth and nail for this position. If the American people are so stupid that they believe this, then uh, I, I don't even want to be associated with it, with anything in this government. 
Uh, and so, why does he say? Why doesn't he say? You know what? I made some mistakes. This wasn't one of them, but I made some mistakes, and I put them under the blood of Christ. I've repented, and if you don't think I've repented, then I don't want this position. I'm happier doing something else. Thank you. And that's and that's why I bring it up like that. It, it, it's not about trying to just avoid questions, but it is about to say, listen, are we going to let that be the standard? Whether we determine if, if you know, right now we're not going to get evidence, I don't think, for this thing. We're going to have a he said, she said forever. Right. Right. So are we going to let someone's whole life, are we going to let someone's whole life, everything they've ever done, be under scrutiny just on this question where there's not a, there's no witnesses and there's no evidence to substantiate these allegations? Are we going to let someone's life be a complete open book over that? See, I, I think that we have a fourth and a fifth amendments to the Constitution, uh, and you have the right to privacy for a reason. Yeah. Yep. And, and so I would stand on that and say, you know what, we're just not yep. crossing that line. We're not doing that. And if that's what it's going to be, then I'm out and you go find someone who's uh, either pure as the driven snow or stupid enough to give up their rights because I ain't doing it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Anyway, I just you find know, the whole thing Tim, interesting. I, I don't know why anybody would want to be associated with this government. And we can talk about that later on. But well, uh, we will. And, and, it, yeah. and it's, a, it's sad to say in America today, it's a fair point. And, and we will get to that. The last point, though, is this. They're blaming uh, Flake. They're saying that Flake put a wrench in the nomination. But I submit to you that Flake and Donald both did. Flake called and said, I will vote yes to get this out of committee on one condition. That is if we have an FBI investigation limited for one week. And then he voted yes. And then Donald doubled down and ordered the investigation. Donald's as guilty as everybody. Donald should say, are you, yeah. are you insanity? Yeah. I don't have authority for that. You know, it it says in the good book that there'll never be dictators over this country, but there's very much dictator-type actions going on with Trump and other people. Absolutely. Well, and the reason there's no dictator in this country, biblically speaking, is because if we, the people, right now, said we're not going to tolerate Donald doing that, we're not going to tolerate these shams in the in the Senate hearings, um, if enough Americans stood together in solidarity, it would stop. We would simply say, listen, we have the authority, if there was millions of us, we have the authority to remove every one of you Congress critters, all 435 yep. of you in November, and I'm telling you right yep. now, every one of you are gone if this yep. doesn't stop. We will also remove a third of the Senate this time, and in two years we'll remove the next third, and in two more we'll remove the third third. And you know what? You guys are out of here. And President, we're going to push to him you if you continue to unconstitutionally use your authority in ways that are just absolutely dictatorial. We're not doing that, sir. Right. And, and if enough people stood up, it would stop tomorrow, sir. Well, and but no one believes that that is very true, that that is really true, Sam. I, I know and you know that it's the people that hold the power, but I've talked to these individual people, and they always throw their hands up and say, what is there to do? What can be done? Well, if you have one petition, online petition, uh, and you spread it far and wide and it gets enough signatures, they have to look at something like that. It's not that hard, folks. The people hold the power, not the government. Well, let me give you a microcosm verification of what you say and the proof in what you say. Uh, in Arizona, Maricopa County, uh, about two or 300 citizens came to Joe Arpaio and said, listen, we hear rumors of a fake birth certificate uh, for Barack Obama. We want you to dig into it and find out the truth. And Joe Arpaio said, hey, you know what? 
I need to listen to my citizens. I'm going to investigate this. And he thought in his mind, I'm going to investigate this and dismiss this kooky idea. And so he started the investigation. And where the investigation led, he was shocked. And he came back and reported that the birth certificate was a fraud. Well, if the nation would do what Maricopa County citizens did and put enough pressure, it would become a national issue. Yep. But he who owns the media makes the rules. So far, that seems to sadly be the case. Kelly Knighting, our guest, ladies and gentlemen. How does this apply to the subject at hand? We'll tell you in seconds. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Liberty is not free. Its costs are innumerable. Without monetary funding, the valiant efforts of freedom-loving Americans become diminished or outright defeated. We present a solution, the Give Me Liberty Fund. The plan is quite simple. Invite individual Americans to contribute less than a dollar a day. These monetary funds are used to promote liberty-minded media, organizations, events, candidates, movements, and speakers. In the spirit of transparency, all expenditures are published. Patriotic business owners provide discounted products and services to Give Me Liberty Fund members. Our greatest strength is in numbers. Go to GiveMeLibertyFund.com and become part of the solution today. GiveMeLibertyFund.com Participate in the peaceful restoration of the greatest and freest country in the world.
ladies and gentlemen, I don't know who breaks it down like we do, but if you feel like we provide value, donate at libertyroundtable.com. Every penny will grow our presence in the media. All right, Kelly Knighting, our guest, well-known sumo wrestler, critical thinker, all things liberty is his specialty, if you will. And so let's talk about this. We started out with this Kavanaugh discussion, but the reason that we did is because what we're really talking about is the sacred cause of liberty. What we're really discussing is the rule of law, ladies and gentlemen. What we're really discussing is due process of law. Fully informed juries. Who has the authority in America? Uh, the FBI certainly doesn't. A lot of these jurisdictional battles seem to be uh, non-starters. Okay, Donald Trump doesn't uh, have judge, jury, and execution authority, that's for sure. So we've got checks and balances all up and down the system that are being violated at the drop of a hat these days. And that's really one of the great, great, great problems. And, and so you got to understand that a lot of people are calling for a constitutional convention, a con-con, if you will. A lot of people are saying, hey, we just need to secede from the union. A lot of people are calling for a, quote, bloodless revolution. By the way, that's a contradiction in terms. Uh, a lot of people are just simply off the beam in terms of what they believe the answers ought to be. Uh, but yet, no doubt, everybody's seeking for solutions, and I think that's good. Well, Kelly Knighting created a website called insurrection.us I-N-S-U-R-R-E-C-T-I-O-N Resurrection I'm sorry insurrection.us Alright now that website talks about this critical fundamental responsibility and the checks and balances that we the people have which is hey voting Kelly let's talk about voting for a well, more than a second, I'll tell you that. Let's talk about voting. In, in the days gone past, the Founding Fathers felt like that was a legitimate uh, responsibility. Your responsibility as an American, uh, a sovereign, did not start and end with the vote, but it was a key fundamental component of part of the checks and balances, right? Right. All right talk to, to me about that a little bit for a second. What I'm going to say about voting is it's unpopular, but I, I would say this. I have spent, as you know, uh, my qualifications sort of to be on this radio show, seven years in the as an officer or the, the national chairman of the Independent American Party, the National Independent American Party. I also, when Ammon Bundy and the guys, when they went to Oregon, I went down there and supported that. Got a visit from the FBI afterwards. Scared the heck out of my family and I. Uh, and so I've been thinking about this not just five minutes ago, but I make these things a matter of prayer. I, I read the scriptures. I, I take these things very seriously. And if you can imagine a, a pyramid where the height of the pyramid represents knowledge, represents learning something correct or knowing something. And so the bulk of the pyramid is down below, and not very many people are, are going to be at the top. Uh, down below, you have lots of people that know very little. But at the top, at the very top of that pyramid, you have a few people that that know, but everybody else 
below them, every, all this other knowledge going on, everybody else doesn't believe that person. They think that person is totally off their rocker. And uh, I, I'm not saying that uh, I'm better than anybody, but I am saying that I see a vision of the future, and it's it's not good. And what needs to happen is new wine needs to be put in new bottles. And we keep fussing over this old wine, and it's maddening. But you're right. The right to vote was essential in the Founding Fathers' Day. But you might ask yourself what I present today. Would the Founding Fathers support what I'm saying? Because I'm saying don't vote anymore. All right. So let's talk about that in detail, because I, I agree with Kelly Knighting that, you know what, folks, you have got to put in your time. You have got to do your, your due diligence and study. Uh, and I submit to you that your study begins with the founding fathers and what they advocated for and why. And I also submit your study includes what we've, quote, turned it into. Because I think that's the critical part of the discussion that is relevant today, as relevant as it gets. And so the Founding Fathers were absolutely believers that we ought to vote. And George Washington's farewell address spoke in direct condemnation of what he called the spirit of party. So what is the spirit of party, you might ask? And why is it destroying America? And that's really where this discussion starts. And the spirit of party, and the reason I spend so much time on Kavanaugh at the start is because it's relevant in the news today and people are wondering what's happening. But secondarily, though, hey, my rights are as important as Kavanaugh's rights. Each one of our rights are at stake. The individual is key here. Because why? Each individual is sovereign. And uh, each individual has the ultimate authority delegated to government. If you look at your Declaration of Independence by the consent of the governed, does government derive its just power? And so if my rights are as important as Kavanaugh's rights, and if Kavanaugh's rights are being violated, if the big judge's rights are being violated, then my rights can be violated a thousand times easier or just as easy, if you will. Well, the real question then is who is violating the rights of Judge Kavanaugh? And the answer is parties. You got the Republican Party pretending to defend him while the inside swamp monsters betray him. Look at the proof. All right. They're letting this shenanigan continue, uh, even though it wouldn't hold up in a court of law. It, there wouldn't even be a, an investigation continued because there's no evidence. There's no allegations even filed. Nevertheless, George Washington warned us about this partisan politics and the spirit of party, and this comes down to the exact very reason why. So let's start by talking a little bit about George Washington, what the spirit of party is, and why he was so emphatic about his warning that he decided it was important enough for his farewell address, Kelly. Yes. Well, can I read that quote? Do you mind? I'd love it if you would. Now, what do you think of my setup of this, though? Do you think this makes sense? I think it's great, yeah. I think All right. it makes great sense so far. Because, I, yeah. because, look, if the judge's rights are just going to be obliterated by party, you and I don't have any rights, sir. Well, if if you're associated with the Clintons, if you're one of those uh, their bodyguards or people that have been close to them, you have a 10,000% chance of, quote, committing suicide. And so you're, you're talking about Getty and Robert. You're talking about murder. And, uh, hey, I, I think that'll leave me out of this. Well, you, uh, 
you can't get yeah you can't get your rights more violated than by dying I hear that. So George Washington was emphatic about this, though. I mean, it, it was so important it became part of his farewell address, sir. That's pretty top billing, if you will, for a founding father, right? Right. Well, if if you truly value George Washington and his what he stood for, his words, if you know his life, his sacrifice, uh, the man was amazing. And you have to you, now. You mentioned the founding fathers valued the right to vote, but and I I believe that. But let's read this quote because you have to throw this in the as an in, and that's in, why I say you need to understand the landscape then and the landscape now for this discussion to be understood completely, right? Yes, yes. Go ahead, sir. Yep. He says, let me now take a more comprehensive view and warn you in the most solemn manner against the baneful, which means poisonous, effects of the spirit of party. It is seen in its greatness, greatest rankness, and is truly there the people's worst enemy. He went on to predict in the same address that the eventual practice of political parties leads at length to a more formal and permanent despotism or death and if, if you don't mind i i read this quote to well me. and you can also take despotism to be a a, a, a state of tyranny of uh, you know what we have no answers at the end of that road yep and john adams if you have studied john adams at all th that man had the spirit of prophecy i i truly believe he predicted the end of he said, look, if we did this, and then the whole war would be over. And then, like seven years later, that's exactly what happened. And he had many statements to where that's the way it panned out. And he was right. John Adams was right. But like most uh, people, they have weaknesses and strengths. And because John Adams was kind of an irritable person, people didn't put weight in what he said. And, and that's even more so now. People don't put weight in what people say, even though they're, they're, they're right. But here's what John Adams said. He said, there is nothing which I dread so much as a division of the republic into two great parties, each arranged under its leader and concerning, concerning measures in opposition to each other. This, in my humble apprehension, is to be dreaded as the greatest political evil under our Constitution. So the Founding Fathers took the right to vote absolutely seriously. They also rejected partisan politics that they all claimed will destroy our nation. With that, Kelly Knighting in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Getting the kids to school, cleaning the house, doing the laundry. It seems that the work routine as a stay-at-home mom is never-ending. And even though I'm the prime grocery shopper in our family of four, I simply don't have time to scrutinize all the labels on the countless food products I buy. Oh, sure, I've noticed all the latest certification seals. Organic, non-GMO, gluten-free. It definitely seems to be the latest craze. But it was only recently that kosher certification seals caught my attention. You see, my husband had me download an app called Certified, and it shed light on a century-old certification industry that slipped under the radar screen from the majority of our public. I also noticed a question mark at the end of the app name, and that makes great sense as there's far more questions regarding this industry than answers. In fact, the developers refer to this as the kosher question. Sure, I'm a busy mom and didn't pay attention to our food culture, but now I have transparency, a convenient grocery list feature, and the ability to eat in favor of my family's best interests, and you can discover it too at thekosherquestion.com. 
attention, Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News that networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the Liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. Talk radio like you've never heard at your fingertips. LibertyRoundTable.com, ladies and gentlemen. Kelly Knighting, riding shotgun on the show today. We're talking about the spirit of party and how evil it is and how the Founding Fathers warned us, absolutely double down, triple down, uh, warned us against the spirit of party, saying it would be the undoing of our nation and create despotism. It was a disaster, said George Washington. Don't, don't do it. And right before the pause, Kelly Knighting was telling us about uh, John Adams and his uh, sober warning on this topic as well. Sorry for the interruption, Kelly. Well, thank you. No, you're fine. I I read that quote to my immigrant wife who comes from Taiwan yesterday, and her eyes got big, and she was amazed that that quote was said all those years ago. When you have John Adams and George Washington speaking out, many of the other founding fathers were concerned about that as well. So they took the vote incredibly seriously, but they also rejected party, because what a party becomes is a de facto forced union. Yeah. Yes, the parties are uh, evil in nature, and they knew it, but they couldn't stop it. They knew that it was the human passion to create parties and to do these things. And think of all the people that are elected through political parties. Now, on the website, insurrection.us, I do give a solution to this. Because in the American people's minds and hearts, if they had this bad taste when they heard political party, any political party, if, if it... If that got them angry, oh, especially the two major parties, then they would understand what George Washington is talking about. And they also would see it as poisonous. But you know what? They vote for it. And, uh, and so you vote for it. Wow. Man, you, you vote. Whoever you vote for, you take on all that person's principles. You take all on all that person's beliefs. And if they voted for the Patriot Act, or if they voted for abortion, or if they voted for whatever, at that high level, life and death uh, hinges in the balance very easily. And you're voting for it if 
with whatever politician you decide to vote for, and they're all from a political party. All right, so let's get uh, into the discussion a little bit more. We're going to go into this next hour, so have no fear. We're going to have Kelly Knighting read to you a lot of the solutions from the Insurrection.us website, and you need to check it out, folks. This is something that I agree with Kelly. You need to pray about, think about, and everything else, and then we'll talk about how Kelly and I slightly disagree on this a little bit. Nevertheless, that's what America's about, folks. We don't have to just uh, act like we're clones we can think and believe for ourselves i'm not here to get you to believe what i think against what kelly thinks i'm here to say hey here's our thoughts on the matter an open honest transparent discussion and you my fellow americans decide what you think right Amen. And, and that's something that i don't see in the media anywhere kelly yes i agree and i think that's really critical to understand because that's what the founding fathers expected out of the media out of the press, if you will. They expected folks to be able to articulate what they wanted, but they also expected folks to be able to disagree and do so openly without fear for their lives uh, and, and to do so in a meaningful way of, of mutual trust and respect that says, hey, we don't have to agree on everything. In fact, over time, I might come to your way of thinking. Over time, you might come to my way of thinking. Over time, we might reject both of our thinking and come with, uh, up, up with a, a greater understanding. All that is on the table is the point now. Let's talk about parties and what they've done. So you can't stop people from freely associating. And if people freely associate and get together this, quote, name that then uh, has the, an ideology associated with it and people flock to it, you can't stop that. And you're right. That's what happened to the Founding Fathers. However, here's the problem that I have. When that group then lobbies to government for special privileges and then gets those special privileges. So now this group by name, I'm going to call it a party, uh, that was derived out of free association. They have every right to free, freely associate. What they don't have every right to do now is use that freely associated name and their political power under this, quote, partisan head to pull the lever of government in favor of them at the expense of the rest. That's where when we codified this into legislation and law and regulation and I could go on and on, when we did that is when we missed the mark, violated the supreme law of the land and threw away the self-determination of an individual, sir. Right. And the laws in every state favor parties and do exactly what you just said. And not only do they favor parties, but they only favor the, quote, insider parties, the protected few, that's my point, who have the ability to pull the lever at the expense of many. And the laws on the books are so complicated, so regulated, so manipulated, so perverted, so satanic, that what they do then is you can't even create your own insider trading group even if you wanted to that's already been done and they've locked you and me out now i'm not suggesting i'm even seeking for such a thing i'm trying to illustrate though what they've done with that unconstitutional uh, misdirected ill-gotten gained authority right yes yes and i imagine most of your listeners are republican and uh, maybe i'll do it after the break for some anticipation but for all you republicans out there i'm going to give you something that you will not be able to ignore and if if you ignore this you may not have known about this but once i say it you're going to be accountable for it and then we'll see if you stay republican or not and justify yourself and i would say most of my listeners are probably not republicans some of them may be i think most of them believe it or not are independent 
Some of them are Constitution Party members. Some of them are Republican, maybe. But they're Republican a little bit more of the idea of a Ron Paul um, right. or a Judge Napolitano. Now, we'll get to that in time, too, because Kurt Crosby, my co-host during the week, he's not with me on Saturday, so we do some long-form stuff. Uh, but he always says, what is a Republican? I mean, is it somebody who obeys the platform? Is it somebody who believes in the ideology uh, of conservatism, whatever that means? Is it somebody who's a kind of a swamp monster insider that runs interference and promotes global government at the expense of their base, even though their base believes differently and is being schnookered uh, by the, quote, Supremes at the top? Okay, uh, what is a Republican? And I think it's a fair question because I don't even know what it is. Here's what a Republican is to me. It is a group of people that got together an unconstitutionally manipulated government to doing their bidding. That's what a Republican is, and that's yeah. what a Democrat is, and that's what every party is. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so what does that mean? You want to be part of that? Are you kidding me? I want to be part of a group that unconstitutionally perverted the laws so that I have special privilege through my group, through my, quote, title, my name, at the expense of everybody else. And we're going to somehow act like that is the constitutional... Um, the way of the republic and the way of what George Washington meant? No, no, no. Right. It's the opposite. It's how we promote education big time and say it's almost an untouchable, but yet the truth is it's not in the Constitution, but it is the tenth plank of the Communist Manifesto. We are embracing the undoing of our very nation. Right. Yes. I thoroughly agree with everything you said, Sam. Right. And that and the reason that I go on and double down so clearly about that is because that's what's plaguing Brett Kavanaugh right now. These two parties, these two groups with a couple of head, quote, inside leaders, uh, literally get into a star chamber. They betray the rest of us, and they say, hey, we're going to let this shenanigan continue. We have all political gain to do this, and, and we're going to use this, uh, quote, star chamber, if you will, called these hearings, to literally put on display some of the most perverted behavior on the planet, whether it's true or not. Yeah, and in my mind, he should not want that on display to the point where he's not willing to want that position that bad. Yeah, but he wants power and he wants to use the party to get it, sir. Yep, yep. Amen. Yep. And that's my whole point is these parties have become uh, exactly what former general and first president. Now, I know some say he wasn't the first president, so we can debate that. But uh, leader George Washington, what he absolutely felt so critical about that he took time in his address. He took time in his farewell address to say, guys, now listen, here's the good. Here's the bad and the ugly. Here's what I'm telling you we need to do. We need to trust in God, family and country. We need to protect life, liberty and property. And we need to reject the spirit of party. And Sam, uh, many of your listeners probably have respect for Ezra Taft Benson. Ezra Taft Benson felt like his farewell address was an equal document to the Declaration of Independence itself. I agree with him. And, and but, but no one believes what George Washington believed in that farewell. I do. I absolutely believe it. In fact, you see it around you, the evil of this pulling the liver of government in favor of the few at the expense of the many unconstitutionally. You see the absolute abuse and despotism that George Washington and John Adams predicted. You see it all around you. Yeah. Yep. And on the the stage, taking center stage, is Judge Kavanaugh's rights being violated till the cows come home. 
which means they can violate your rights, my rights. Uh, you know. Yeah, they can violate his, but it's got to be on stage and it's got to be debated. They violate mine or yours, and it's just buried and not even talked about. We're just flat out and, and, shut down. And yeah, and and all he had an accident, and uh, too bad, but he's dead. All right, uh, we spent this hour kind of documenting uh, Kavanaugh as the chief example of our rights being violated with regards to the spirit of party. Now, I'm going to give a little bit of teaser, and then we're going to take a long break, and then we're going to come back next hour and drill into this in detail, and we're going to read from insurrection.us and and talk about the the points Kelly Knighting makes in detail. This is well thought out. It's written so you can read it and ponder it in your heart, and you can pray about it and decide, you know, where do you stand? How do you feel? What do you think, folks? The point should not be lost on critical thinking Americans. I'll tell you that right now. And even though I may not agree with Kelly perfectly, I will say this. His arguments are riveting. They're compelling. And they must be thought through by all liberty-loving Americans because, hey, the buck stops when they start to use the the favor of the few at the expense of the many. And that's what parties are all about. Now, I want to talk about the spirit of party because it's one thing to get a, a name on paper, to get an organization written down. Okay, all that is is, is, is a physical thing, right? It's right. an organization. It's on paper. It's okay. But the spirit of party is a very interesting phrase because it documents what happens when you allow these secret combinations known as parties to get above you. Yeah. Right, And I want to talk in detail about the spirit of party, because what happens is it takes on a nature, an evil of its own, beyond just the points um, that we've made thus far. Okay, because the party becomes this, quote, untouchable, and this spirit reigns supreme within the party, which is this. We have special privilege above you. We almost have dictatorial king status via our, quote, inside trading group that we have stolen power from the rest of you regarding, but now we will use that double-edged sword against you forevermore. And the spirit of party is built on that idea that, hey, we have circumvented the system, we now have special privilege in that system, and we will use that special privilege against you to continue to reward ourselves at your expense. And at some point, that system becomes so big in the spirit of party that it becomes the spirit of mutual destruction. Amen. All right. So we'll come back. Second hour, Kelly Knighting. And we'll get into the documents on his website. Insurrection.us is the webpage. Insurrection.us. Very simple. And we'll talk about the details. But I want Kelly, when we come back, to go over the spirit of party because it takes on an evil of its own. Way beyond the components that make up a, quote, physical party. It is the spirit of evil. All right, we'll do it. Kelly will respond when we come back. This interview is not even close to over, ladies and gentlemen. We're just getting started. Uh, We declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. The only question left is, will you get involved? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.